Hey everybody, what's happening? Finally got a new episode dropping today. It is Women's History Month, so of course we gotta have on a woman who's joyful, confident, passionate, but uh, she coaches music performers on the journey from self-conscious, shy and self-critical into confident, self-expressed and musically skilled. She's a music coach. She's entrepreneur. Yeah, it's a hard word. She's a singer and a songwriter. It's Jess E. Allen here with us today. Hey, everyone. Ooh, let's go. to the Catch Up After College podcast. We may be post-graduation, but we're never post-education. I'm Isaiah Brown, your host. Thank you for tuning in today. And I didn't realize this before booking this guest, but it's Women's History Month, and I think that works out pretty well. And uh, today we have the joyful, confident, passionate Jess Ava Allen here with us today. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. Cool, cool. How's your Friday? It's good. Yeah. I had, I had an interview with someone in Berlin this morning and had some clients and it's a good Friday. Good Friday. The sun's out. (laughs) That's true. You should change your name to Jess Ava Allen International now. Now, International. That's right. That's that's what I'm going for. Yeah. It's going to be the fourth uh, Jess Ava Allen page. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of pages. It's true. It's all good. So we can find you everywhere. But um, I hear that you're a vocal teacher. Is that correct? I am. Mm-hmm. Right. I was wondering. Yeah, oh, go among for it. Just entrepreneur, singer, songwriter, just multifaceted in different ways. Okay. All the above. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, I, was mind, I was wondering if you would mind sharing with us uh, for the audience. Most of them are listening to this. Uh, some vocal warm-ups just for the oh. audience at home <laughs> just so they know what to do when they well the most the most funny one it might cut out on zoom but it's like a lip roll what's that it's, a, it's it's where you like take your hands you push up your cheeks and you go <laughs> okay i don't know if uh, they cut out on zoom though uh, well, let's try describing that for people who are just listening. One, <laughs> In case one it more time. Out. Yeah, so it's you like your, your hands on your cheeks and you push up the meat of your cheeks yep. and you blow the air. Okay. Kind of like a raspberry, but it engages the vocal cords and it's a double adduction exercise. So you adduct in your vocal cords and at your mouth. So so it's a really great warm-up. It's good to do in the morning when you have morning voice and it's good to do, especially on Sunday mornings because lots of worship leaders have to warm up at like 6 a.m. <laughs> mm. It's a good one. It's a good exercise. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Any other warm-ups you can show us? Oh, you know, well, I'm at my keyboard right now. You want me to you want me to to play yeah. a scale? It's a it's a more complicated one, but this one, this one goes. If you go, go 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 go. That's a nice, nice. complicated one. Okay. Can you do it, Isaiah Brown? No. 
nah. <laughs> nah. He goes, nah. Yeah, yeah. Not okay. while we're recording, I, but um, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe later. I'll say maybe, that. Okay, all right. You hear that, guys? You have to get the exclusive recording to get Isaiah singing a vocal warm up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. All right. Yeah. But um, great to hear from you today. You mind telling us a bit more about yourself, where you're from, and can you describe what your life was like back in the high school days? Oh, in the high school days, we're going far back, huh? So in high school, I was homeschooled, but my parents are the pioneers that they are, and they started a school so they didn't have to do high school by themselves. So I was the first graduating class of Hart Academy, which is the school that my parents founded, and the guinea pig, as I am the oldest. And so, you know, always the guinea pigs <laughs> and um and uh my graduating class was about 30 people so super small um we all got super close and uh we thought you know ah we're graduating high school it's gonna be so great after high school and then you know you know how that goes it's, it's totally different sometimes it goes right into college but i that excitement but i didn't go away to college I stayed home and did junior college so actually did online school first um so anyways it was it was uh it was good days it was good days senior year was really good nice so what made you want to go to junior college um well first I did online school which what the promise was that you would graduate sooner right but I ended up hating that I actually really love interactive classes and so I went to junior college instead to save money so my plan was to transfer to San Diego or sorry not San Diego San Jose State okay yeah mm -hmm. and um how was life like growing up in San Jose it was good um like I said my parents are very pioneer people so um, we were joking, right? We're both PKs, but I'm the principal's kid. So, but um, grew up doing a lot of ministry. Um, you know, my cousins, my cousins are here. I have um, all together, there's nine of us and we're, we're all super close, uh, our family. And I mean, I guess the only other place I can compare it to is San Diego, which is, I lived there for the last five and a half years. So San Jose was um, diverse and uh, lots of tech people here, lots of engineers, lots of really smart people. Um, you know, the, I, I grew up on the east side, so there's like a lot of Vietnamese, Hispanic, Filipino, I'm half Filipino. So um, yeah, there's a lot of diversity here. So that that's really cool. Awesome. And when you're little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, that's a good question. You know, so the first thing I wanted to be was a vet because I loved dogs. I had this little dog book and it was like all the breeds of dogs. And then I had a horse one too, all the breeds of horses. And I would like bookmark my favorite types of animals, <laughs> like the my favorite. So yeah, I wanted to be a vet. I'm, I'm not a vet. Oh. Okay. What's your favorite animal? 
I would say dogs and horses still. Okay. All right. That's cool. Cool. So I hear that you went to this vocal coach sort of program that you went through. How did you know that you wanted to go through that as opposed to going through the you know, the normal college route. University. Well, yeah, you know, actually, if we go back to high school, when I was in high school, I started singing and I think it was about 13 or 14. And I had a mentor kind of step into my life and say, she was the worship leader at my church at the time. And she said, hey, like, you want to um, take lessons from me? And then, you know, you can you can you can kind of half trade you you can work for me and lessons will be discounted and so I said yeah I'd, I'd love that and um and I I became her personal assistant and so it started this mentorship relationship that is really rare and in more like an apprenticeship I would say like I learned how to cook with her I learned how to um paint I painted her house I detailed her car I walked her dogs I filed her her um not quite her bills but I filed like her music books and like filed a lot of things so I learned a lot from her in that sense and then also was trained up in music you know vocals and piano and um I, and when I was 18, she said, you can certify in this program that um, will we'll allow you to teach. And I said, okay, why not? I have nothing else to do. I'm 18. I graduated. Like I said, all my friends went to college and I stayed home and I'm like, I'm so bored. And, uh, and um, I was like, why not? So I started teaching and that certification process doesn't exist anymore, but um, it was like, like 12 years ago or something like that. And um, it, it was, you had to teach in front of a instructor, like a master teacher. They taught your students to see how you were doing. And then you had to take a written test and go to two trainings a year. Um, so uh, that, that's, the, that's the program that I certified in. Okay. Sounds like a lot of stuff going on there you know detailing the car and all that reminds me of Mr. Miyagi you know just yeah totally yeah and some free labor from Daniel LaRusso but uh that's yeah, a story that's true. for another yeah. day but uh can you recall a season of having to learn new skills or adapt to your environment to survive well detailing a car was definitely me adapting <laughs> nice. um yeah, there's that. And then um, I would say when I moved to San Diego and uh, that was the first time I had moved out, I moved to San Diego and I had no job. I, um, I mean, I didn't really have any money. I, all I had was like my business skills that I had acquired teaching lessons in San Jose but nobody knew who I was over there. So I had to start from scratch. I drove Lyft and Uber for maybe two years and um, just kind of supplemented my income that way. I was building another business at the time, a travel club business um, that was around building teams and building um, like sales skills. And so I learned a lot as I was kind of like adapting to being on my own and paying rent and, you know, um, just learning a lot, being broke, surviving. So, yeah, 
That was definitely a lot of adapting. Nice. At what point were you able to go from not doing Lyft and Uber and just focusing on your vocal coaching job? Um, like I said, probably about two years in, I finally built enough clients to kind of sustain me. And I, I mean, it's so, it's so like crazy how, how many people like lined up to help me at that time and support me. Like there was a lady who certified in the same program I was in that I met literally right before I, I moved. And she, she gave me a ride from LA, which was where one of the trainings was to San Diego. And she said, Hey, if you ever move here, like you can rent out of my studio. And so I did. So that was a huge support. I had a studio to teach out of and, and then she put me on her website. So she would funnel clients to me. So it, it's kind of, I'm kind of amazed, like how many like people were lined up to support me. And then I started worship leading at my church and different things like that. So uh, about two years. Nice. So yeah. what would you say made you want to start that business? It sounds like it happened really organically. Um, yeah, you know, I, I love to sing and to play. I, I, I led worship kind of like my senior year of high school, um, became the main worship leader at my church. And um, I was like, well, I'm going to continue learning for this, you know, avenue of my life. I might as well teach it. Teaching, when you teach something, you learn it better. So that's kind of just how I decided to live my life. It's <laughs> just like, okay, might as well go for it and and learn along the way awesome so what are your goals for the future of your business yeah so it's been a few years since i started it and i in 2020 last year um i had about 25 30 students so that's a lot of students i mean and i was driving all over san diego you know i uh up to North County, down to East County, like it was all over the place. And I was so tired, but I was like, oh man, my income's going up. Like I'm killing myself, but like it's worth it because I have all this income now and I can finally pay my taxes and you know, all this stuff. And half of my clientele dropped off at the beginning of COVID. And thank, you know, I'm so grateful for the people who chose to stay. And I, I think they were really blessed by, by staying because it, they continued in their journey. But um, yeah, I, I had a moment where I was like, uh, it's a good thing that I had just decided a month before the lockdown that I was going to go online and build my business online even though I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Again, God put someone in my life who was um, basically featured on Forbes magazine. She's a business coach um, to millionaire entrepreneurs. Like she's amazing. Her name's Shanda, uh, Shanda Sumter. And she like brought me into her program. So that decision um, was a huge investment financially, but this decision has like 
catapulted me into a whole different direction for my business. And this year was hard. Like it was, it was pretty rough financially and like emotionally and and in so mentally in so many ways. And so, yeah, I'm just thankful that I made that decision before the lockdown because I, I almost backed out. I almost backed out right when the lockdown happened. Um, I, I suddenly had to pay double rent. So my financial obligations just went up and um, I'm so glad I stuck it out. Like when I, I don't know if you've read the, the book, the war of the war of art. So the war of art is about resistance that comes up when you decide to create something. And in the book, it said, well, basically when you decide to create something, there will be resistance. And so I viewed all of that as resistance to like my new creation that I was going to, you know, move forward in. And so luckily I had that mindset, but I almost backed out. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. So I guess to answer your question, all of that to say, I like, I like featuring the journey, I guess, but all that to say, um, I'm going online. I'm creating a lot of content, building an email list. Um, yeah, creating funnels into my business right now, really focused on that. Yeah, and I like what you said about being surrounded by mentors to help you build your business. Can you think of a situation where you felt like you were in their shoes, you were the mentor that got to surround someone who wants to possibly go in this direction as well? Yeah, actually just today. So my teacher has another client or another student who is here in San Jose. My teacher moved to, to Utah um, and I'm in her studio right now, which I'm super thankful for. Like right when I moved back to San Jose, she, she left and I got to take over the space with another um, teacher and she's in her um, like early twenties. And today we just met on Zoom and talked about how to get business leads because both of us are in the position to where we're, we're wanting to, to onboard like 10 more clients. Um, I don't know how many she wants, but mine is like 10 more clients. And so we talked about strategy for creating leads for our business together. And so I told her, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm calling different churches, talking to worship leaders. Um, you know, I'm on thumbtack.com and lessons.com and you pay for leads there. So there's that. And so anyways, it's like, you know, I think a lot of people could think, oh, you know, what if she calls the church that I want to call and like be super selfish with those leads? But it's like, no, like the more you give away, like the more like generous you are, the more you can share and collaborate and, and receive too. Um, one of my mentors said like, whatever you're like looking to do or receive, like give that to people and you'll, you'll, you will like find yourself receiving, not, not in some like weird gimmicky way. It's just like, um, people, people who are generous, like it's cool to surround yourself with people who are generous because that you in turn, like start to let go of the fear of holding on to things or holding on to leads or whatever it is. And like when you let go of it, you can, you can actually start to serve people and, and give. So yeah, that's, that was literally just today. So that was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And what are two tips that you gave her? Well, 
I just said, you know, I'm here to support you on your journey, whatever that looks like. And I don't know if I gave her any tips. She's, she's a pretty smart girl. So she already was like, hey, I feel like I'm doing too much. I need to step back. Um, I'm waiting for God to lead the way, all these things. And I said, hey, just know that preparing is okay. Like she's wanting to record her original album. I'm, I'm doing that right now. Um, I said, hey, like there's no, there's no shame or like there's no, um, there's nothing wrong with preparing, but like don't hide with your album stuff. Like don't stop, you know, cause she's like, I think I need to focus on business. I was like, yes, but don't stop with your creativity because it's all gonna, it's all the same, all the same thing. Like when you create and give, you know, you can, you can find leads, for example, that's what we were talking about. Um, so I don't know if that's advice, but that I was just like, hey, you could do it faster than I did. Like, I, I was so concerned with money, like, here I am at 30, like, oh my gosh, I was 24. And I wanted to do the album thing. But then I got stuck in the money, you know, I got stuck in trying to survive. And then I started hiding because I felt I wasn't good enough and blah, 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 blah. Like once you stop taking action on something like the fear, it's very easy for the fear to, to take hold of your life. And, you know, five years later, you're like, what did I do? So, um, yeah, I guess that that was my advice. Don't hide, keep going. Um, take action on, on your goal. Even if you're focused in somewhere else, like keep taking action in that area. Awesome. And speaking of advice, I thought we'd go into a topic of dating, if you'd be cool with that. So, <laughs> okay. Um, funny enough, that's the way how we met each other. Uh, shout out what? to the hinge app. So, um, you know, <laughs> hence the dating at the moment and all that. But um, how about I name a dating app and you tell me if you found it to be successful or oh. not? Okay. Okay. Uh, Tinder. How's your experience on that one? Oh, you know what? I have never been on Tinder, but mm. my um, discipler back in San Diego, she met her husband through Tinder. Oh, damn. And they're married after, I don't know how long it's been, five years, five years now. They have nice. a kid. So wow. I guess I'm not opposed to Tinder. I just, I liked other apps better. Okay. How about Bumble? Bumble. Ugh, I don't like Bumble. <laughs> really why it's not too much work oh, okay. because i have to actually sort through a lot of people to pick who i'm initiating because the girl initiates mm -hmm. first so mm -hmm. and there's so many people on bumble there are i there's a lot yeah hmm. yeah yeah so me personally i didn't <laughs> i didn't find it that helpful yeah with all these dating apps, I found that I don't know if I'm using them wrong, but um, I always end up with uh, expiring a free trial and it's trying to charge me per month. And I'm like, no. So I just delete it and I look for a free dating app. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the free ones. I don't like paying for it. Although I did pay for Bumble at one point just to like see what it was like for I think when you pay for it oh yeah you can see the guys who like you on Bumble the free version you can't see who likes you until you mm -hmm. uh, swipe on them as well mm -hmm. 
and I kind of just I like to like look through who likes me that way I don't have to look through the profiles that don't even like me <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's my experience with Bumble but I, I'm sure you know some people it works yeah for sure let's see Christian Mingle <laughs> did not like Christian Mingle um, what happened there I don't know I got bored it's just it's like crickets nobody really responded and I didn't really like anybody okay that's how my also, pastors met oh really maybe when did they meet though it was a while back it was a while back. see Christian Mingle was cool I, I heard back in the day and then like now I just I don't like it <laughs> hey uh christian mingle if you want to be a sponsor i still think you're cool today oh, even sorry. though i don't personally use your website because you know it doesn't apply to me at the moment but um you know feel free to sponsor the catch up <laughs> after college podcast but um let's move on to the next one how about hinge this i love hinge i love hinge i have met more quality people on hinge even though I, uh, I, you know, you get less people liking you. Um, it's less overwhelming for me. And like the people I've met there are more qu quality. I think actually, how many guys have I been out? I, I haven't been out with that many in the span of two years, but like maybe like five or six guys and all but one was from Hinge. So, and they were all pretty quality, sort of, <laughs> mostly, um, you know, none of them stuck until recently, but hey, hey. but um, they were, they were more quality than the people I was getting on other apps. So, okay. So in the end, it sounds like Hinge wins the Oh yeah. Hands down. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. bring on another layer. How is dating been in the COVID season? How have things changed from what they used to look like before? Okay, well, I think since COVID, I went out with, well, I went on dates with three people. I would say, um, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, and maybe, maybe, you know, we've talked about this, but I think with my boundaries like physical boundaries it's much better to try and do more public things even though it's very tempting to just like just be very like at people's houses mm -hmm. i would say i found that um like more difficult to keep my boundaries mm. when we're just like going over like I'm going over a guy's house or something like that. Yeah. Um, it was harder to find something else to do because everything was closed. So yeah. it's like, okay, I just have to go over his house, but mm -hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot more intimate. And so um, that's something that I've found as a girl, like going into the dating scene. And like, I, I think I went over um, a guy's house too early and that was really it's like whoa it's kind of like a wake-up call because yeah. i before covid it was like i was always just doing public things with with them for a while mm -hmm. so so yeah that's that's my tip 
if okay. you if you want to keep more more physical boundaries yeah that makes yeah. sense for sure and what's the importance of having a list of what you're looking for when dating um you know that's interesting i think when i was in high school i was told to make a list and then i got to college and i was like nobody fits this list i'm gonna throw it out <laughs> and then um i would go in and out of looking at the list and i think what I've come to the conclusion of, I did a, um, a leadership course over the last, um, like last, the end of 2020. And I just kind of got out of a dating relationship and I, it was really hard not to go back, but I knew that it wasn't the right fit for me. And what my coach in the program said, I want you to write out your vision for what your future relationship gets to look like. And I wrote out that vision and that other guy just didn't even, it didn't, he didn't fit into it. <laughs> like it, no matter the feelings that I had for him, like it, it wouldn't have worked because that's not my vision for my life. And, um, you know, I, I would say having a vision for your future relationship is much more important than a list. Nice. That's what I'd say. Okay, cool. And um, speaking on COVID a bit, we've been going back and forth on that one. In what ways did it affect your business for the better and for the worse? Yeah, well, I kind of touched on it before, but for the worse would be like half my clientele was gone. Mm -hmm. um, and that impacted my finances. Um, however, the, the positive is that Again, I had made the decision to do something different already, and it just confirmed that, yeah, I, I need to shift and adapt to where even if we go all online or, um, you know, something happens in our economy or whatever, I'm good. I always have leads coming in. I always have a community that I've developed. I'm, I already have like a place that I've fostered as a, as a community. And so no matter where I am in, in the world. So that was a positive for sure. Nice. And yeah. do you prefer video sessions or in-person sessions or a little half and half? You know, in-person is always better for mm -hmm. lessons and relationship I've found, mm -hmm. but for as far as flexibility, it's nice to have online as like, the things that you the thing that you do because you can be anywhere in the world doing online so i don't know i'm torn i i think i would like to mostly be online if if like the process and like the learning works well um but yeah in person is always better i still say that nice and i think we're finally coming out of this COVID season but um Thinking of 2021, and you're talking about vision a bit too, uh, not just for your business, but for, you know, all spheres of life. Uh, what's the vision for 2021? Just Ava Allen. 2021. Okay, well, I did my quarterly goals at the beginning of the year. Um, my first quarterly goal, which is like January to 
March, right? We're in, we're in the last coming up days, was to make 30 intimate connections with um, not just dating, but dating and my email list, which is something I'm fostering, like making relationship and connection with those people. Um, and with friends at church because I moved recently. So I'm at a new church. Um, yeah, and so, so really prioritizing connection and fostering relationship. And then this next season is about generating leads. So I have a 21 day summit coming up with speakers. Um, that's why I was talking to the lady in Berlin this morning. Um, I'm doing a one day live event where people can come in, hear speakers and ask questions, q and I'm doing a webinar, a webinar series and a challenge. And I'm also gonna be doing like a referral program, um, kind of posting on my Facebook and different things like that. So uh, going to referrals first and then actually have a funnel to create more email list connection, growth in that area. So that's that's the next quarter. And, um, and then after that, my focus will shift toward finishing my EP that I've been working on for two years. Um, I've, I met with my producer last week and I'm meeting with my, my coach doing like lyric songwriting and changing some things up. So yeah, so uh, I did a Kickstarter back in December and raised about $4,000 for that. Um, working with my producer, um, maybe paid for half of the project. It's pretty crazy when you're, when you're doing it full out, hiring the musicians. But yeah, so that's the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. Maybe focus back on business. Yeah, my birthdays in that quarter. Um, so yeah, that's, that's 2021, 2021. That's, that's my goals. Awesome. And for me, knowing you personally, I know you do a lot of stuff. How, when, when do you usually recharge um i hang out with you <laughs> hey. um pretty much no i mean that's that's my weekends right now right because we're long just well kind of long distance like an hour away so um we've been seeing each other on the weekends when we can um you know i go to church on the weekends i it's been it's been nice moving back in with my family because there's always something going on like I'm living with my nephew right now. He's two and he's running around and he like, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of energy. He's, there's always something to do. Um, or my, my dad's watching a movie and I'll go join him or, um, yeah, like I've, I've been finding less, less alone time in this season, but I seem to be doing okay. Yeah. It, but would you describe yourself as an extrovert or sort of in the middle or introvert? Well, I would say this season has shown me I'm a little bit more extroverted. I always thought I was an introvert, like for a while, because mm -hmm. I'm just like not as loud as most the extroverts in the room. Like mm -hmm. there's usually stronger personalities. Mm -hmm. I would have considered myself more like a shy, quiet person. But in this season of COVID, like at the beginning of COVID, I couldn't see anybody and I was super sad. And that was one of the reasons why I moved back, back home 
because I was just teaching online, staring at my computer all day. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is depressing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't do this. So maybe extroverted, I, I guess, mm -hmm. but in the middle, because okay. I, I write songs by myself. How do you find that balance of, because you're doing what you love for work, but um, you noticed that the relationship side was dwindling a bit while you're living in SD. How do you balance uh, your relationships, friendships, family, and work? Yeah, well, obviously it looks a little different living at home now. Um, when I was in SD dur during COVID, are you saying during COVID? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when, when I was in SD during COVID, I would Marco Polo people a lot. <laughs> you guys know that app. Um, Marco Polo can sponsor this, this podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had Marco Polo people. I, um, the, the, I would go to the beach a lot with my roommate because we were living together anyway. So we'd go to the beach. A lot of beach time at the beginning of COVID. I went shopping a lot. <laughs> nice, nice. I ate out a lot. Um, any excuse to get out. Yeah, I would say my summer budget for 2020 was not the most frugal, but <laughs> at least I got out of the house um, and wasn't depressed. So there's that. And then since I've moved back home, I would say I come to the studio to work and then I go back home to relax. Like, I don't really expect to get work done at the house because of two-year-olds running around and, you know, there's always the dishes to do. Uh, always, I mean, there's six people living in a three-bedroom house. So we're like, there's always someone doing something. And my mom works from home. My sister doesn't work till 4 p.m. most days. So busy. So yeah, I'm thankful for this, this space for sure. Awesome. So thinking on the many different classes you've taken, uh, which one stands out to you the most? Because I know you've taken a Dave Ramsey class. You've taken, is it HTL leadership? HTL? Yeah, you've taken that. Yeah, so which one stands out to you? And what's a lesson that you've learned? You know, I would definitely say hardcore leadership. Definitely changed my life as corny as that sounds because there was so much stuff that came up in 2020 um there's a there's some lost relationships um just a lot of different loss actually and there was a lot of grief going on so I was processing a lot and on top of that I'm trying to grow my business to places I've never been before and so that's scary. I have all the doubts of I'm not enough. I'm not extroverted enough. I'm not, you know, talented enough. All these doubts that come. And that program really solidified the fact that, hey, what do you want? First of all, sometimes we don't even stop to ask the question, like, what do you want? Right? What do you want? Okay. And are you prepared to pay the price? Because there's always a price to pay, whether you don't do what you want, or you do what you want, you either pay the price of not, you know, 
not doing it or you pay the price of the fear the laziness the comfort like a lot of the stuff that i was dealing with was was comfort like not not going after it because this is more comfortable and so in those those two areas the grief and like processing the grief and then also rising above all the fears and the grief and grief is a funny thing you, you go through like weird very weird um identity things with grief that i've found but um yeah like like knowing like hey what do you want are you prepared to pay the price for it okay here's some support because we we had to check in every day in the program and we had a coach and different things so are you are you ready to pay the price and if so we'll support you through the whole thing all the breakdowns all of the the overwhelm like not doing it alone and um like i also got very like vulnerable in the program which is something that i struggle with and so a safe place to be vulnerable and to let my walls down really helped me like catapult into this year and let me like as you can tell like I'm, I'm very driven right now i'm not i'm not overwhelmed like it's crazy i would have been so overwhelmed like i was so controlling of my business before my relationships like everything like okay i'm gonna run out of energy because i'm more introverted than so and so uh i'm gonna run out of energy i don't have energy for that and i was very protective of me um because i was scared to get hurt and scared to fail and scared to be rejected so that program really just solidified like what are you so scared of <laughs> and we went really deep into that so so anyways yeah that that was a huge, huge program for me. And I'm, I'm doing a lot now. I'm creating content almost every day. I was so resistant to creating content. Oh my gosh, you don't even know. Like, I was like, I do not want to write that email. I do not want to write it. I don't, I don't want to. And, and I had to, I'm a completely different content creator now. So yeah. Yes. Awesome stuff right there. And Thinking way back, life expectations before and now after high school, how have they changed anyway? Ah, life expectations. Well, I would say I thought maybe I'd be married by now. <laughs> There's that. Um, I always wanted to, to get married and have a family. And I also, as I got older, found that I really liked my freedom. I didn't like working for people. <laughs> and so um, fun fact, I've never had a job. I've always worked for myself. And the one interview that I did do at Starbucks was terrible, like so bad. Hey, Starbucks, if you want to be a sponsor, <laughs> you know, we love you. I work for you personally, <laughs> got the mug of war, uh, partner of the quarter. Yeah, you know, so you yeah, probably we, yeah, we love you here. Yeah, much continue. better Starbucks employee than than I would have made. Yeah, they got to the point in the interview where they were like, why do you want to work for us? I was like, I don't. So, yeah, that was not the right answer. Um, so yeah, that um, I didn't realize that I would love 
love the freedom that business brings so much. I had no idea until I experienced it more and more. Um, and even now, I mean, like even even four months ago before, well, maybe like six months ago before the program I just went through, I would say I was super resistant still. I was very unsure. And um, now I know I'm a content creator. I'm an artist, so many things. I raised $4,000 in like a month. <laughs> I was like, I'm a connector of people. Like um, quick story, at the end of that program, I had made a commitment to, rate, to, to make $30,000. However, that came through. Two weeks before I graduated the program, I still had $20,000 to make. And my coach just like, was like, how committed are you? Are you prepared to look like silly? Are you prepared to let down your pride? So I called everyone I knew and I said, hey, these are the things I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing a free work, I'm doing a Kickstarter where I'm, I'm raising 13,000 auction on Facebook. I was doing a Facebook auction. I was like, you know, I know it's been a while or, um, is the internet back? I know it's been a while or like, I, I don't know, you know, it's good to connect with you, but this is what I'm doing. I'm just saying if you wanted to support me in any way. And most people were like, oh yeah, I'll join the Facebook group. Oh yeah, can I give 50? Oh yeah, um, I have a friend who wants to come to the songwriting workshop. Can I pass on the info? I was, I literally had to let down all my pride let go of all the fear of rejection and just do it. And I found out I'm a really good connector. Like it was really fun. Like I came alive in those two weeks where I thought I would run out of energy. And like, I made the 20,000 in two weeks. Ah! Oh, snap moment. It's been a while, but I think you earned it. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I, I, all that to say, I would have never imagined that. But I, I have to thank the support that I had because if I didn't, I wasn't in the program, if I didn't have the coaching or support, I would not have made that 20,000. I would have been like, well, that was nice. I made 10,000. That's a lot, you know? And um, I had people to hold me higher and stay in integrity, I think is the big, <laughs> was the big um, push there. You said you were gonna do it? How committed are you? Are you going to stay in integrity? Okay, we'll support you. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. So, wow, it's been been doing a lot of stuff for sure. So, thinking on just life goals and stuff like that, what's the newest dream on the horizon for you? It doesn't have to be business specific, music specific, but just for Jess, Ava Allen, what's the newest dream? on the horizon? Yeah, well, I would say definitely finishing my, my album slash EP because that, um, that is something that I've been putting off for a long time, probably 10 years <laughs> I've been putting it off. And um, on account of fear of rejection and failing, procrastination, um, and that has been in my heart for like 10 years. <laughs> so finishing that project, it's called The Unveiling. It's appropriate for an album that's been put off for 10 years. And uh, yeah, it's it's unveiling like 
those songs that I've written that I haven't, I've been hiding and hiding behind um, perfection, which is another way of avoiding. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the growth that has happened as an account of releasing this album because it means a lot of personal growth to me. It's really personal. Um, so yeah, that, that, is, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> and I would say the other thing is uh, move out of my parents' house. Now that I've been there for over six months, I'm like, all right, that was cool. It was needed, necessary, and now it's not. <laughs> so that would be nice. Yeah, any Bay Area woman out there who aren't crazy and are looking for a nice new roommate, <laughs> you know, just give her a shout out. Yeah, we'll make sure to tag her and all the podcast stuff. But yeah. yeah. How, how are we going to tell they're not crazy, Isaiah? How are we going to filter this? What's, oh, it, our, what's our, what's our um, strategy here? Yeah, you'll know. Just vibes. It's all about the vibes. Just vibes. It's just, yeah, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I trust that okay. you will Good advice. that out. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good advice. <laughs> but um, as we come to a bit of a close, are there any books, podcasts, or music, or learning resources you recommend at the moment? Yeah, well, that book, The the War of Art, is really good. I That has kept me through this year, for sure, consistently pursuing what was on my heart. Um. And the funny thing is it's from a creative perspective. It's not really just, a, it's not even about business. It's from an artistic perspective, which is really cool. Um, so there's that. And I have a free workshop coming up for either vocal technique and stage presence. I'm not sure which one. Um, so there's, there's that. And uh, anything else? You know, I haven't been listening to podcasts lately because I, I don't drive anymore. I um, haven't been listening to much podcasts or, or online books or anything like that, but um, I'd recommend reading your Bible. It's a good one. <laughs> I think that's the first time anyone's recommended that. A show. lot of wisdom. But, um, yeah, you're like the 30th something guest. Oh, yeah? But, um, it's all good. It's cool. We're, we're getting there, you know, progressing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think someone was asking me like, what spiritual book are you reading lately? Cause there's a lot, you know, and I'm like, huh, my Bible, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going pretty good. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in there and, um, not, not, not perfect, but I, I attribute a lot of a lot of like beautiful things from my life to following a lot of wisdom in the Bible. And I'm thankful for that. Like it's grateful. So yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> That's all I got. That's good. That's good. And it will end it on this question. If there's one thing you could ask your future self, what would it be? If there's one thing you could tell your high school self, what would it be? Okay, one thing to ask my future self and one thing to tell my high school self, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my future self, man, I even think back to like six months ago, it was like so different than now. If I could have only 
worked through all the resistance a little faster. That's <laughs> kind of like if I could have gone, you know, forward in time to now from then, that would have been cool. Um, but I think my future self, I would ask them, her, her, <laughs> I would ask her, um, I don't know, I'm stuck. Mm. I'm like so in the present right now. That's weird because I'm a very future oriented person. Okay. Maybe like how many kids you got or know where you're going to live, how much is in the bank account. No, because then I'm, I feel like I'm tied down to doing that. And mm. it's all about the journey to get there, right? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Maybe make some bets on some sports games. What were the scores? Yeah, I might do that. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole plot of Back to the Future 2. Is that your them. answer? Yeah. Get a sports <laughs> Is that your answer, Isaiah? Yeah, I think that's good, you know use the money for good but you know yeah but um yes that's my answer but i guess your answer is uh -huh. more important but uh maybe we'll <laughs> skip to the high school part uh oh okay one thing you would tell your high school self um i would say probably along the lines of what i've been talking about that i've been working through is like don't don't let the the doubts define the action that you take, you know, um, just because you don't feel enough or capable or like it's, you know, important to other people should not define the action that you take on the vision that you have. That's, that's what I would say. Awesome. Good stuff, Jess. Thanks for coming on. And of course, I got to encourage you before you go. I believe that as you step out in faith, that God's just going to continue to take you to higher places and that, of course, you're going to face new challenges, but God, he's right there in it. And he's already there in the future with you. And all you got to do is trust in him and he's going to light the way for you. So yeah, just keep trusting him and it's going to take you to the right places. Thank you. Yeah, it's all Thank good. you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Cool. Cool. Anything you want to promote before we head out? Um, well, yeah, I have a free workshop coming up for vocals and um, stage presence. So that'll be fun. Vocal technique and style. And then I have a 21 day or it's going to be like half that 11 day summit coming out with uh, 21 speakers about oh, it's called Express Yourself how to create connection, freedom, and joy for you and your family through creative artistic expression. Nice. So, so that one's really, it's going to be an awesome, awesome series. Totally worth um, listening to because of the pandemic going on. Like people are so disconnected and um, like even like disconnected from playing outside, like <laughs> disconnected in so many ways. Like this event is like really all about connection and how do you create connection, um, you know, as a holistic way, in a holistic way, using creative expression. So that's coming up. 
And we have a live version of that coming up on April 26th. Awesome. Hopefully yeah. this episode will, yeah, it'll be out by then. But um, yeah. how do we find all this content? Website, social media? Yes. Yeah, I would say friend me on my business website, which would be Jess E. Allen. Uh, Jess E. Allen Studio, actually, for Facebook and Instagram. Um, being posting content on there and kind of jump in a few times a week, giving some tips and and also just like mental mental health I, I don't know mental health but like confidence building and how do you how do you step out like using your voice and how do you step out like in the fullness of who you are because creativity really brings that out of people and that's that's something I love so yeah awesome good stuff well thank you once again for coming on and hope you have a great night yeah thanks for having me that was fun it's all good. And for everyone else, hope you have a great night as well or day, whatever time you're listening to this. But until next time, as we're maturing, we're going to keep learning, stirring up, and chasing after what our creator created us to do. So have a good one, everyone. Peace. Thanks for sticking around for the Catch Up After College podcast. And you know, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. Because we got some good content coming out every single week. Either Tuesday or Friday. Check in. It will be there. And you know what? Might as well give a good review as well. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find us. And we'll just keep cranking out that great content for you week after week. If you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, the Catch Up After College podcast, or you just want to share some feedback, maybe there's some questions you haven't heard yet that you want to be heard, uh, I would tell you to email us at catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Just for any inquiries, you can email us there, and we'll try to respond as soon as we can. That is catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Peace.